0: It smells terrible in here. Well, what do you expect? The human body, when confined, produces certain odors which we tend to forget in this age of deodorants and other perversions. Actually, I find the atmosphere of this room rather comforting. Schiller needed the scent of apples rotting in his desk in order to write. I, too, have my needs. You may remember that Mark Twain preferred to lie supinely in bed while composing those rather dated and boring efforts which contemporary scholars try to prove meaningful. Veneration of Mark Twain is one of the roots of our current intellectual stalemate. Hello and welcome to episode 444 of Under the Cull of MS. That was a little quote by John Kennedy Toole, a confederacy of dunces. Uh, This is a normal Thursday episode, a little bit of comics, a little bit of hell stuff little bit of whatever. Uh, we're still working on doing things, but I am not getting really anywhere. So I'm still getting a little reading in. So I figured I'd get some podcasting in in between. I would have done more regular podcasting episodes earlier this week, but I uh, had to get the previews episodes out, because we had internet outage for a bit, and since that happened, I got a little bit behind on getting those things out on a weekend, because the internet was out on the weekend, and today they are outside digging up all our cables, so I don't know if I'll lose internet during this episode or not, hopefully not, but. Apparently, we're getting real internet, finally. I talked to one of the guys yesterday or the day before, and they told me that they're laying new cables. I'm guessing it's the 50K cable for the company that we use. That they told me over five years ago that they had sitting in the office just waiting to be put out. But it's now finally being done, I assume. And that's a great thing. So hopefully, I won't have the problems I had before. And maybe I can get my videos to download faster. And maybe finally get to do the live videos. If you haven't been following my YouTube channel, it's the same name under the call of MS. And we have videos on there. We have half a dozen. MS related videos and a few unpacking videos for you to check out they're getting better getting more fun just taking a bit to get all the camera angles and everything else figured out the volume issues and whatnot. but I am enjoying it and except for now the path, as soon as we started doing it, we hit the July heat wave. and So now I'm kind of waiting for things to cool off a bit before I get back out there and do it again, because I overdid it a little bit too much and paid for it for about a week. I'm finally starting to recover a little bit, but I don't want to. I was starting to recover a little, and I did more stuff and then got laid up again. So That's the thing I got to watch out for. Especially this week, I can't stop yawning. I'm sorry. I don't know why. As soon as I start talking, I start yawning, but it drives me nuts. But yesterday I stopped at a new comic shop in West Bend, if you're from the area. 221 Comics and More. They had their opening weekend last weekend, which I missed, because they must not have advertised it well. (laughs) Because I never knew nothing about it. Thankfully, one of the people from the club noticed it and posted some pictures on Facebook. It's at 823 South Main Street in West Bend, Wisconsin, 53095. It's right next door to Jeff's Spirits on Main, one of my favorite liquor stores to go to. So that works out good. I can stop and get some comics and some liquor. Go home, kick back. Read some comics while I'm down in some tequila or some strange beverages that I see that I like, that looked interesting and I picked up. <laughs> yeah, I stopped in yesterday, checked it out. and it's, They still got a lot of open room in, uh, uh, in their facility. I hope... Uh, to get some more product in and get it all figured out eventually. They have a nice layout for all the new releases on the wall and then the specialty comics and then they have the limited edition. They have a table full of limited edition comics that are like your uh, ones where you have to buy 10 of to get, be able to get those covers or some specialty covers and stuff like that. They also have a little, a table full of some bargain bin comics, dollar comics, which I bought a nice thick handful while I was there. So Figure I went, started out with the cheapies and I'd work my way up. To the other items, check out those. I didn't have a lot of time, so I just went through the Dollar Comics to start with and got myself a variety of covers I didn't have before of runs that I was reading and then some new ones that I haven't read yet, which I will talk about within the next couple weeks when I do some more comic episodes. The person working there was uh, enjoyable to talk to. I didn't pick at his mind too much, but he seemed knowledgeable enough about the comics to be able to help you out if you're newer to your comic shops. And they have a little variety of things like Pops and Star Wars related items and knick things and mystery package character characters and stuff like that. The uh, variety of different toys for you to check out. You know, there's a couple things that I that caught my eye that I'm gonna I'm gonna take the wife this my wonderful, loving, adoring wife <laughs> to the shop on this weekend and check it out so she can see what it looks like. And I'll go from there. I'll see if we're going to hang out at this shop more or what. See how they go. See how how they build it up, get it filled out. I mean, Personally, to me, a good comic shop should have a nice variety of bargain bins. Should have a nice variety of complete runs. All put in a single, just group together and put in a single selling pack uh, so you can buy a complete run of Comics instead of getting the issue and then being like, Oh man, I gotta find these other issues that link it all together. I like to see I like to see runs, groupings, bargain comics, good variety of rare covers and oddball comics. Every facility I believe should have a little couch area. Like a Couch, a coffee table, and maybe one or two other chairs around the coffee table. An area where people can come in and shoot the shit about comics. And that's a key thing. It drives me nuts when I go into a place. There's no place to sit, no place to take a break. So I'm limited to how much time I can spend before my MS starts to Kick in and affect me just standing. So it's, it seems like all the comic shops around here so far don't understand that there should be some seating in the facility. And you want, you want to have that atmosphere where you come in and it's like, you're walking into high school to see your friends and shoot the shit and maybe buy a few things. And that's, that's the atmosphere you have to go for. If you're going to have a decent comic shop, if you have the stale comic shop where you walk in, the place is either too open or too packed full of stuff to the point where you got to work to get around shelves and got to struggle to look at areas to try and see if certain comics are there. Those kind of atmospheres are gonna, I would assume, give you at least half the sales you would have if you had a shit i think maybe a quarter of the sales that you would have if you had an atmosphere where comic lovers can come group up get together show up on comic book day or free comic day i mean nowadays it sounds like tuesdays and wednesdays are comic delivery days whereas we used to have wednesdays and that went to like thursdays now it sounds like it's tuesdays and wednesdays And they're still having problems getting some of their shipments, which sucks. I don't know why the, well, with the COVID stuff and the limited printing supplies available, all that. I can see why we're dealing with it, but it just sucks that we're still fighting to get bags and boards. I mean, simple little things like that. But yeah, I say check it out. I liked it. I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to keep an eye on the place. And I'll let you know as we read some of the books from there. How things are going. We'll just have to see what happens. And then let's talk about some comics. Starting out with Bonnier, The Aromatic number two that's why i did the stinky body body order quote in the beginning <laughs> this is just she's got her sidekick now this gas mask guy that's kind of taking along with her and hooking her eye and he's obsessed with her body order abilities and what she can do and <laughs> In this one, they come across a certain factory that's uh, a unique pie factory that's got a zombie infestation going on and a minotaur that's running around protecting the area. And we get to see how our characters deal with these entities along the way. And, of course, being in a factory while you're wearing a hoodie and long-sleeve outfit, you start to sweat a bit, and the sweat builds up, and the stink starts rolling off you. (laughs) When that happens to be your superpower, uh, it's just very interesting what can happen along the way. But I still love I love this run. Um, looking forward to the rest of it. I'm not sure how long it's gonna go. This next one, I believe, was a one-shot, sadly. It's Buffy97 from Boom Studios. And by the way, Bonnier was by Keen Spot. But Buffy 97's from Boom Studios, this is number one, but I believe it's a one-shot. In every generation, a Slayer is born, a chosen one. They alone will wield the strength and skill to fight the vampires, demons, and the forces of darkness to stop the spread of their evil and the swell of their number. They are the Slayer. This is just a really fun look at Buffy back in the day. And we get to see a little... Horror story that they're kind of, like, absorbed into. And we get to see how the old gang deals with it. And we got the Xander, Willow, Buffy, Spike... Giles, I mean, just all our standards are in here. We don't have no angel or anything like that in here, but it is a fun story. The way they make the the characters get trapped into some type of entities, forces. And it was, it's what I want right now from Buffy. I wish that would just be like a 6 to 12 issue run. And we could just get some old school Buffy back and enjoy it. Instead, we're getting all these different alterations and they're fun. I'm enjoying the new... Slayer format and the old Slayer format. All the different little things that they've been putting out there. But I'm more right now into the fun stuff. And I'd like to see more of this Buffy 97. Was it 97? Shouldn't it be 87 or something like that? I don't know. I'm getting old. Then we have DC versus Vampires Killers one-shot from DC Comics. I don't know why this was a one-shot. I believe it could have went a couple more issues. But it is a one-shot that's in the center of a huge storyline. And We got Gordon with the blood, that Luther's blood that he's carrying around. He's trying to make a deal with harley to take it and get it out of town to where it needs to go and harley's having mental anguish issues because of all this and her sidekicks are dealing with helping her out with dealing with all these vampires around all these damn vampires on his mother effing ship uh She's hanging out with Catgirl through most of this. It's her little sidekick, Buddy. As she still has in the Apocalypse era. And nicely, again, we get another one of the DC Celebrates George Perez. Pictures in the back. I just love how all the different characters that he drew with him at his drawing table just hanging out with all the characters it's awesome little picture i'd love to see that as a poster on my wall i'll eventually get a second issue of something that has it and i'll cut it out and put it up but but yeah this is main this storyline mainly focuses on harley we got Clayface and uh, uh, that's his name, Solomon Grundy. Hanging out with her and Catwoman. But I'm I like this one. I got bored with the original run because it's just going on and on and not stopping. And now they got another side run that came out, plus this one shot. I'm jumping on the new side run because I got excited because Harley was becoming a big part of everything right now. And I don't know if I want to get back into the original run at the moment. Or if I want to just leave that wait for bargain bins down the road. Because any vampire storyline, we've done it with the zombie storyline stuff. Seems like those all end up in the bargain bins for some reason. So I don't know why they keep doing these storylines, but I'll take them for a buck or so. And check them out then. Just wait till then get back on the rest of the regular run. I'll see what this other side run, I forget what it's called, is going to be about. I think that one's going to only be a six issue. But we'll have to see if we're going to deal with it or not. Then the final one which could be considered a trade paperback, but it is a comic, but it's thick enough to be a trade. We have Kersantan, Star Wars Kersantan from Marvel Comics, number one. He thrilled audiences in the Book of Boba Fett, now experience the stories that made him a legend in these Star Wars tales. The deadly Wookiee bounty hunter called Kersantan is almost unstoppable. But you can get him on your side for a price. On the desert world of tattooing, witness Kersantan hunt down Jedi in hiding Obi-Wan Kenobi in a tale set between Star Wars Episode 3 and four. Then, as the Rebel alliances clashes with Darth Vader, get ready for the ultimate Wookiee fight. Who will be left standing when Kersantan takes on Chewbacca? Finally, learn Kersantan's origins from his years in the Gladiator Pits to an alliance with Dr. Aphra to serve up some well-deserved revenge. It's wall-to-wall Wookiee action, as only Marvel can deliver. I was so happy to see this. I didn't know these were old stories from the past that I have yet to see. It's I don't feel like I've not seen something Kersantan in the past. The character kind of looks familiar, but... It's probably just the whole Chewy thing. But I want to say, even back in the day with action figures, I want to say that I had a Black Wookiee figure back then, but I could be wrong. But I love this character. I don't like a lot of the storylines where they put him and how they treated him. I wish he would have been more of an important character, not just a little side character, but these were fun, interesting stories and got me to understand the whole basis of the character and get to like him a little more. And now I'm hoping that we get some new stuff here pretty soon. That has Chris Antin as the main storyline. But we'll have to see. We'll see what comes out. And they're doing so much Star Wars stuff now. That just about anything could come out, I would assume. But All right. That's it for this. Let's end this segment with a little... Quick little Kelvin and Hobbs. We got Kelvin mad, waiting for the school bus. Says, I wish school would disappear forever right now. All of a sudden, the school bus shows up. He's got a big exclamation mark above his head. He gets on the bus and says, to make a bad day worse, spend it wishing for the impossible. And we got him. Next set of panels. He's sitting there, just, uh-oh. I feel a sneeze coming on. Ah, uh, no tissue, no hanky. I, ah, 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 tissue. Of my limited options, this was probably the worst. As you see, his nose tucked in his t-shirt. Shirt (laughs) Shirt boogers. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Simple little things. That's it for this portion. We'll be back with some health stuff right after this. All right, let's get to the health portion of the show. Now we're getting ready to do our maven clad round two, so we'll be letting you know about that. we we'll be starting that in the first week of August, so that's coming up in about two weeks. So we'll let you know about more of that stuff when it gets closer. I just got my second uh, shingles shot, my, my last one. I believe it was three months apart. First one was more bruised feeling for about a week and a hard lump. This one I didn't feel any lump and or hot area and I didn't didn't notice any major pains or anything when I moved my arm around whereas the other one I, if I lifted my arm and stuff it would have that bruised feeling on it. That was my left arm the first round, did my right arm the second round. Right arm, she, the person that did it, did it really high up on the arms, so that was kind of surprising. The area that she did it in, that it didn't hurt more. Now I got the hiccups. <clears throat> I mean, you, the you old know, yawning the first half of the show. No, oh, yeah, hiccups the second half of the show. <laughs> oh, gee. Sorry about that. Recumbent zoster shingles vaccine. What you need to know. Oh, come on. These things gotta go away. They can't stay. I gotta take a drink of water. See if I can get these to go away if I can get the bottle open. helped a little bit. We'll see what happens. So, why get vaccinated? Shingles, also called herpes zoster or just zoster, is a painful skin rash, usually with blisters. In addition to the rash, shingles can cause fever, headache, chills, or upset stomach. Rarely, shingles can lead to complications such as pneumonia, hearing problems, blindness, brain inflammation, encephalitis, or death. The risk of shingles increases with age. The most common complication of shingles is long-term nerve pain called post 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 therapeutic neuralgia, PHN. PHN occurs in the areas where the shingles rash was and can last for months or years after the rash goes away. Fun. The pain from PHN can be severe or debilitating. At least it would be a new pain to deal with to kind of take my mind off some of these MS pains. The risk of PHN increases with age, the older. An older adult with shingles is more likely to to develop PHN and have longer lasting and more severe pain than a younger person. People with a weakened immune system also have a higher risk of getting shingles and complications from the disease. And I believe that's why some of us with MS, I know most of us are immune systems. Overly active, and that's why it's attacking our body, but I'm on maven Cloud right now, which wipes out a bunch of T and B cells, which are your immunity protectors, so I would assume I'm at a higher risk of issues because of that. Shingles is caused by varicella zoster virus the same virus that causes chickenpox. After you have chicken pox, the virus stays in your body and can cause shingles later in life. Shingles cannot be passed from one person to another, but the virus that causes shingles can spread and cause chickenpox in someone who has never had chicken pox or has never received the chicken pox vaccine. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know you could get chicken pox from someone that had shingles. That's interesting. Uh, Recumbent shingles vaccine provides strong protection against shingles by preventing shingles. Recumbent shingles vaccine also protects against PHN and and other complications. Uh, The vaccine is recommended for adults 50 years and older. Adults 19 years and older who have a weakened immune system because of disease or treatments. I would assume anybody that's going through chemotherapy and stuff like that. Shingles vaccine is given as a two-dose series. For most people, the second dose should be given two to six months after the first dose. Some people who have or will have a weakened immune system can get the second dose one to two months after the first dose. Just check with your healthcare provider or your pharmacist or whoever's giving the shots. and They can give you all the information you need. People who have had shingles in the past and people who have received varicella chickenpox vaccine are recommended to get recumbent sh- shingles vaccine. The vaccine is also recommended for people who have already gotten another type of shingles vaccine. The live shingles vaccine. There is no live virus in the recumbent shingles vaccine. I was worried for a minute there because I know we're not supposed to take any of the live viruses for uh, the flu and vaccine and stuff like that. But shingles vaccine may be given at the same time as other vaccines. Check with your health care provider. Let them know if you're, you're the person getting the vaccine. Has had an allergic reaction after a previous dose of the recumbent, recumbent shingles vaccine. Or has any severe life-threatening allergies. Is currently experiencing an episode of shingles, or is pregnant, and then that way your healthcare provider can postpone the vaccination vaccination until a further time when things are in order for you better. Let's see a sort. Some of the risks with the vaccine are a sore arm with mild or moderate pain is very common after the RSV. Redness and swelling can also happen at the site of the injection, which I had all those after the first one for a couple weeks and nothing with the second one. Tiredness, muscle pain, headache, shivering, fever. Stomach pain and nausea are common after the RSV. These side effects may temporarily prevent a vaccinated person from doing regular activities. Symptoms usually go away on their own. In two to three days, you should still get the second dose of RSV, even if you have had one of the one of these reactions after the first dose Guillain-Barré syndrome GBS is a serious nervous system disorder it has been reported very rarely after after rzv people sometimes faint after medical procedures including vaccinations so tell your provider if you feel Dizzy or have vision changes or ringing in the ears. As with any medication, there is a very remote chance of a vaccine causing a severe allergic reaction, other serious injury, or death. So, check with your doctors or your providers and see what they think about you having a vaccine done. An allergic reaction could occur after the vaccinated person leaves the clinic. If you see signs of a severe allergic reaction, like hives, swelling of the face and throat, difficulty breathing, a fast heartbeat, dizziness or weakness, call 911 and get the person to the nearest hospital. For other signs that concern you, call your health care provider. But, yeah, I figured I'd go over that. That was my newest vaccine, my newest injection that I got. I'm glad the second round went as smoothly as it did. Because some people say that second round can be problems, problem, problem, some, problem, some. It <laughs> doesn't sound right. <laughs> uh problematic maybe uh, let's see some tips for staying hydrated this summer sip water throughout the day not just when you're thirsty it can also help to make sure you have a, a refillable water bottle close at hand especially if you're on the goal and it's depending on whether you got a good one that holds ice or one that doesn't that maybe you could stick in the freezer to earlier in the day so you get a little ice buildup in it but and then just drink it as it melts i know lots of people they'll take a gallon jug and stick it in the freezer i used to do it when i worked construction or worked in the lumber industry and you'd be out in the heat fully covered in your outfit and leathers and whatever you're out in the middle of the timbers and just freeze a jug of, a gallon jug of water. Bring it with you and throughout the day it'll melt. and will be this nice, ice cold water that you can sip on all day long. I always came in handy for a variety of different jobs that I had over the years. Working lumber industry, working construction, anything out in the heat. It, that was the way to go. Uh, working for the moving company, we got in, I think that's where I started using it the most. Started taking one in the semi every day, so I had something to drink. Because not everywhere you go are you going to be able to get water and have someone that's going to give you a cup a cup of water while you're working. Some people ain't that little old lady that we're moving to her new retirement home. She'd cook us a meal and take care of us and offer us drinks all day. Move some huge family in from another state like California. They just completely ignore you. And want all this extra, extra effort done for special benefits for them. And then they don't tip. You don't, Give you anything, won't offer you a drink, nothing. It's like, yeah, you're best off just having your own stuff with you. Uh, be aware of how much you sweat. The more you sweat, the more fluids you're losing and will need to replenish. Avoid alcohol, which is dehydrating. Or make sure you're drinking plenty of water in between the alcoholic drinks. Choose all natural juices with without added sugar, which can provide nutrients without the dehydrating effects of added sugar. Eat fresh produce with high water content, like watermelon, tomatoes, bell peppers, cucumbers, and strawberries, especially this time of year. Eat spicy foods. This may sound counterintuitive, but the sweet, the, su- the sweat you produce when eating spicy foods actually helps cool you down. Just make sh- sure that you drink plenty of water during or after your meal. But if you're drink drinking water and you have, what is it, capsaicin or whatever from the peppers, In your mouth, it's just going to spread the pain out worse and the heat. And so you got to watch that too. You should kill the heat with milk first and then drink water. But That's just my opinion. All right. What you need to know about HS, AHSCT, and how to decide whether it's right for you. Now, I've been... I want stem cell stuff done to me, but after hearing and learning more and more about it, I'm thinking it's just another placebo effect to us. It's not really doing anything beneficial overall. And I'm thinking it's going to be like I've said in the past, like laser eye surgery, surgery, where after 10 years, you start to fail all of a sudden. It's like even though you're fixing things, it's not going to stay that way forever in your body. So it's like do it at the right moment of time. Don't do it early and not be a, find out that you won't be able to get a second one done or something like that. I have no idea how, how that goes. Let's check it out. We might learn something by checking out this article, I guess. All right. All kinds of stuff about it. Stem cell replacement therapy over the past few years, we've heard how the therapies have made their way into chat groups and social media postings and podcasts and whatnot, and other conversations. Hello, welcome to WKRB, telemarker, what can you scam me with today? Okay, this is me. <laughs> yeah, I'm due for him, but you guys won't give him to me without a 30-day thing, and I don't have a 30-day thing for you, so until I, I'm seeing a pulmonologist at the beginning of next month, and I've got 30 days worth of stuff on the computer, but apparently you guys don't get it. I don't know why it's plugged into my internet. So if I can't order stuff, I don't know what else to do. I'd love to get the stuff, but <laughs> yep, that's fine. I'll be seeing them on the the first week of August. So all right, thanks. My- It wasn't a telemarketer. This is actually my CPAP supplier. I suppose I shouldn't have <laughs> done it during the podcast. But, oh, well, I can't pause this thing. and I don't want to restart the whole podcast so you get to hear my my fun phone conversation. <laughs> At least I make people laugh when I do the telemarketing thing. Yeah, they're going over things about conversations among people living with multiple sclerosis, about AHSCT, stem cell stuff. And we heard about Selma Blair's documentary, which I haven't watched yet, so I can't really say much about it. I just don't feel a lot of these people are advanced far enough to... Jump onto these things. I think they should try other methods first. Us little guys all had a. Try out. And I had to start with the. Self injection with the Copaxone. Go into the. Ocrevus infusion. And now the pill. With the Maven Clod. And it's like. Granted they're not working for me. But. I don't have the opportunity to get stem cell. Replacement done or whatever you want to call it. Therapy. So. Let's see. There's new scrutiny. Abound for every report. Like Blair's showing how stem cell therapy stops disease progression. There are also reports of serious infections. And other safety considerations. Uh, I know. I know. A lot of people are just going after these therapies and not realizing that the type of therapy they're getting is not the stem cell therapy that they should be getting it. And it should take apparently a few weeks or something like that. And they have to go through chemo and all this and wipe out things in your bone marrow. Basically, A-H-S-C-T is a type of bone marrow transplant that's designed to reset the immune system and stop the inflammation that contributes to relapsing-remitting MS. So there I can't, if it's only for the RRMS group, I'll never get the opportunity for it then anyways, because I had doctors dicking me around for 40 years, not answering my questions correctly and not listening to me. And thanks to that, I progressed to second and possibly primary. I think I'm really close to the primary progressive, I, the way I've been feeling lately. So, I don't know. It's pretty freaking messed up that I can't have these opportunities when I've searched for it for so many years. and Nobody would work with me. There's no universal agreed-upon AHSCT treatment protocol for MS, but in general, it's a one-time procedure that starts with treatment that stimulates the production of hematopoietic blood-producing stem cells in the bone marrow and promotes their release into the blood. Plus chemotherapy that helps reduce the risk of relapses during the process, because I guess you're weakening yourself so much. Uh, These stem cells are then harvested and frozen. This process can take 5 to 15 days. After that, the patient is usually hospitalized and given another round of chemotherapy to kill their remaining immune cells. And then that's followed by the transplant of the previously harvested stem cells into the person's vein. Those cells migrate to the bone marrow and begin producing new white blood cells and, in essence, reboot the body's immune system. Instead of having an immune system that's programmed to attack the central nervous system, we hope that... (laughs) You've replaced it with naive cells that aren't programmed to do that, the doctor says. Uh, The entire hospital stay can last about three weeks. The patient is usually given antibiotics during this time to combat infections. And research shows the immune system gradually rebuilds itself within three to six months. But AHSCT, follow-up appointments can last up to two years. And these appointments include neurological and cognitive evaluations, along with MRIs and blood tests to measure disease activity. And MRIs are ongoing and don't stop after two years, however. And this this is why I was happy to get on MavenClad. Because it's basically to me, seem like stem cell treatment without all the chemo and all the, the three weeks of hospitalization and everything else that goes with it. And then we hope that our immune system, the TNB cells that grow back don't attack our body like the other ones did. It just feels like it's the closest thing to stem cell that I could get. So I was happy to be on it, but year one didn't do shit for me. And so I'm not too promising looking towards year two. But we'll see. Who's a good candidate? People who have relapsed and remitting MS. People that are younger than the age of fifty. If you were diagnosed with MS less than ten years ago. If you're unable to take a high-efficacy medication, such as Tisabri, Lemtrada, Ocrevus, Rituxan, or Casimpta. I mean, basically everything I'm not. I am beyond relapsing and MS. I am 52 years old. <laughs> I was diagnosed with MS less than 10 years ago, but. I had it way longer, no one would listen. And I've been able to take those medications, but they don't do nothing for me, the ones I have taken. But but unfortunately, many of the people who approach us are not good candidates, the doctor says. People are not so clear on who is likely to benefit or they tend to underestimate how risky the procedure is. So, like most things regarding MS, there's no definite answer how effective it is. Some people who have had AH AH-SCT have gone into long-term remission, and some have even seen their symptoms reversed because of the nervous system has been able to repair itself. Others have had MS lesions and relapses return after a period of time. So basically over the last three years, the Cleveland Clinic has performed about eight of these procedures. And they say they're very impressed with the results. It takes about three to four months to fully recover from the transplant. But even within that time frame, Everyone they've treated started to feel better pretty quickly, and they've been able to walk better and have less fatigue and brain fog. The main risks come from the chemotherapy regime. Depleting the immune system makes people vulnerable to infections that can be life-threatening. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. But I don't see how much of a difference it makes from Mavenclad. Other than the stem cells working their way into the bone marrow. So, like step one is a pretreatment that releases blood stem cells from the bone marrow into the bloodstream. Step two, the blood stem cells are collected from the bloodstream. Steps three: the blood cell ste- The blood stem cells are frozen in the laboratory. Step four, you undergo a ther- chemotherapy to suppress or partially suppress the immune system. Step 5: the blood stem cells are thawed and infused, ba- infused back into the body through a vein. and step 6, you continue medical treatment. As the immune system rebuilds itself. Yeah. I'd like to get it. And the cost is ridiculous. And the procedure can be around $150,000. Some places. Uh, they recommend you only undergo. AHSCT at centers. Accredited for the foundation. For the accredited. Accreditation of Cellular Therapy fact, which has stringent set of quality and safety standards. But a lot of people go to other countries. I know Mexico, Canada, places like that are popular. Uh, I think Vietnam or somewhere in that environment. Uh, seem like a popular spot. I don't see it widely available yet in the United States. So until then, I, well, I'll i never get the opportunity for it. So it doesn't matter for me. So I hope if you do get the opportunity and can take advantage of it, you do if you think it's what you need. But like I said, I think it's going to be like everything else where it's going to be a simple fix. for, Well, not a simple fix, a fix for a little while, but not long term. But we're running out of time, so be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick out of the monster. Rate, review, give us thumbs up. Check out our YouTube channel under the same name, under the call of MS, and we'll get back to you sometime soon. Check out Crimson Call Comic Club under the call, and behave. We can all get along, little doggy.